This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Wednesday, the 21st of December. Yes, inflation may be around 7% at the Mm -hmm. moment, but supermarket aisles are a very different story. Investment bank UBS has found that groceries have inflated at more than 9% and we're expecting even more price increases in 2023. No thanks. I'll be growing my own herbs. Thanks, Brett. Herbs. (laughs) Listen to this one. Elon Musk created a poll that asked whether he should step down as the head of Twitter. Yes. Now, the poll ended with more than 57% of the 17 million respondents saying yes. But it's still unclear whether he'll actually step down. Three democratic stories today, Justin. (laughs) Let's do it. For our first. Domain Group, the digital property platform, has warned of a 21% hit to its profit and it's pointing the finger at Sydney and Melbourne specifically. Has he, ACT, you're spared this time. What is happening here? So Domain Group is the digital property listings business, which was founded by Fairfax Media all the way back in 1999. It's the place you go to look at houses that are way out of your price range. And Jazzy Boy, while Domain is big, let's keep it real, mm-hmm. it's still the much smaller sibling of the behemoth realestate.com.au. And now Domain has warned of a sharp fall in property listings between October and December this year. And as a result, it expects to see its profit drop 21% below the $61 million it booked the same time last year. And Brett, the fingers have been pointed to square at inner city Melbourne and Sydney where the gloss has really been taken off the market. Get this one. Inner city listings were down 38% and 32% in these two cities. And Brett, it's now starting to reposition itself as a business less reliant on listings only. Ooh, so what's the key learning here? When it comes to revenue streams in a tough economy, the more, the merrier. Having access to more than one revenue stream can protect a business against changes in the market. Domain is evolving its business model from a publisher model That's the model that supports one-off transactions. To more of a property ecosystem. That's the model that has key touch points across the entire property journey. But Brett, ultimately, it's still all around property. So when there's a housing market slowdown, it's kind of hard for domain to outperform. Yep. For our second story, BWX, the owner of several skincare brands, including Zoe Foster Blake's GoTo, saw its shares drop over 50% yesterday after some ugly results. Not the prettiest news for PWX, Brett. Been a very tough few months, so tell me more. So let's start with the context, Jazzy Boy. Like many retailers, BWX had a delightful two-year period during the pandemic. But then it was smashed by the drop in consumer spending. And BWX's shares had been suspended since August thanks to a dispute with its own auditors. And this week... Finally, BWX released its long-delayed results for 2022. BWX reported a $335 million loss, which largely boiled down to revaluations of its business. But Brett, BWX also said that it overstated the revenue that it earned back in 2021. It has now majorly reduced its earnings guidance for the 2023 financial year. So what is the key learning here? An earnings guidance is an official prediction of a company's expected financial performance in the future. Holding on to that trusty crystal ball, this is where we think the company will be in the next 6 or 12 months. And this guidance helps investors just to get a sense of how to value the company. But Brett, if you're going to give a guidance, you need to have a reasonable basis for those numbers. Otherwise, it may be considered to be misleading, Mm -hmm. which comes with some pretty hefty legal consequences. And after working with the auditors for the past 4 months, BWX has now majorly reduced its guidance for the 2023 financial year. For our third and 
final story. Epic Games, the owner of video game sensation Fortnite, has settled a $520 million lawsuit over charges related to children's privacy. Ooh, the largest ever penalty for violating an FTC rule, Brett. This must be bad. So what is the story? So Epic Games is the maker of popular games like Fortnite and Fall Guys. And they've been in the news lately for battling against Apple in a David versus Goliath kind of fight. But let's be honest, B-Man, Epic is not small. It generated more than $6 billion US dollars in revenue in the 2022 financial year. And now Epic is in the spotlight for some design tricks that it put inside its own app to help pump up its revenue. You see, Brett, many parents have been surprised to learn that Epic charged them hundreds or even thousands of dollars for their kids' in-app activities. And these are activities that these parents did not authorize. And the Federal Trade Commission in the US claims that Epic was using dark patterns in their software design. So what's the key learning here? Dark patterns are manipulative or deceptive design software decisions that get users to take a sort of action that they may not have taken out of their own free will. It might be discouraging people from deleting their account once free trials have expired. It might be adding a hidden cost to the last step of a checkout process, like taxes or delivery fees. And Jazzy Boy, Epic used a number of dark patterns on children to encourage them to purchase more and more. And now, Epic have been forced to pay the FTC a whopping amount and give refunds to a whole range of shocked adults. <laughs> Flux fam, there is no doubt about it. It's an expensive time of year. And if you're looking for tips to reduce your spending at Christmas time, we have the solution. Check out our content in the Flux app, especially our three tips to keep your Christmas budget tight. And remember, Flux fam, tomorrow is our last show for the year. And we'll be back on the 16th of Jan next year. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.